In this episode of Sandlot Sports, we give a preview of the upcoming NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics, and we compare uh, today's teams to teams that, that we saw growing up and where each team would face and, and how they would place. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Kappison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What's up? What's up? And BJ Thomas. It's getting hot out, so that means football's closing in. Football is coming. It's, it's, it's so coming. Um, yeah, and we've got a we've got a preview um, lined that, up. So that made me uncomfortable the way you said that. I'm just going to get that. I, out I, you know, I, it's not like Arnold <laughs> when when he said he was pumping iron. It was like him coming. So that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I think this could be banned in Ohio. I mean, they they want to ban porn, and anyways, um, yeah. It, <laughs> Do they not understand how much porn is holding some of these marriages together? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, you know. Do we I, want to talk about that? Do we want to talk about how at some point porn's probably holding your marriage together? Let's just be honest. Uh, let, let's let's save that for after the NBA Finals preview. I'll put that on the docket. We'll save it for afterwards. Um, <laughs> so Dorian's been talking shit on on social media that Boston's going to win. Over Golden State, so it's not Dorian, it's Doradamas. Yeah, Two that different moron. People. <laughs> Two different people. <laughs> I mean, he's been right so far. He called it. Warriors, uh, yeah, Warriors but all of the players that you've called, they're all going to tear their Achilles next year. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> well, you've heard of the Madden curse. This is worse. It's, it's worse. <laughs> it's worse. Like this is more about death. Like they have to avoid death. <laughs> Career-wise, no. literal death. Look, Steph Curry needs to avoid Marcus Smart <laughs> just in case Look, Marcus Smart decides to, hey, tell you, you what, what? too much for me. So, I mean, you're about to see a real tired defensive player of the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, Steph moves all over the court like Ray Allen. That, that mm-hmm. man will wear your ass Good luck out. With that. And he's what, 20 pounds lighter? Something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, what you say, man? You put more muscle on, you got to use more oxygen to feed those muscles. Yeah. I think I think what they're going to try to do is Marcus is probably going to try to like tangle him up before he runs, kind of like you know grab on his jersey or grab on his uh, arm. Yeah, and you're talking about one of the top three players in the league, and that whistle will be flying freely. Yes. <laughs> Let's just be honest. We know how this goes in the playoffs. Yeah. Unless it's that one referee, I can't think of his name, to where he's twelve. The Celtics are twelve and zero every time. Oh, Scott, he's Scott Foster, the guy that hit at the Spurs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you referee in, you can't do all that personal shit if you're a ref. You gotta no. swallow that. Yeah. Catch catch Popovich in the steakhouse and cuss him out or something. Yeah, and I think it started like like I want to say Duncan's rookie year. Like Pop did something, Duncan's rookie year, um, and Scott Foster just hung on to it for damn near 20 years. Is there a more was there a more snarky person in the NBA than Pop at that time, though? So like we know how Pop can be. Uh, I'm he gets a pass. He gets a pass because he wins. If he didn't win so much, he wouldn't get a pass for his attitude. No. Let's just call that out. And I like Popovich. I really don't care about grouchy coaches. I grew up watching Bobby Knight. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of funny. Look, looking back at all the coaches that we grew up with, Bobby Knight, racist asshole, um, Bo Schembechler, um, allow sexual assault to happen in his locker room. Um, who, who else did we have? Oh, Steve Spurrier wasn't really a bad guy. He was just snarky as hell. Petrino. 
Yeah. Tarkanian. Uh, Tarkanian, yep. Shoot. Well, we're on the weird names. Uh, Paterno also. Yeah. No. And we know how that went. Yeah. And even Patino. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he was just, Patino was just helping commerce. He was just getting hookers <laughs> introduced to players. I don't, I don't really see a problem with that because was he stimulating the economy? If the players really want to find hookers, they're going to find hookers anyway. So I might as well find the good ones and make sure the good ones go instead of like the harpies infested scallywags that are out there. Oh, so so he was doing his coach's duty to make sure that he they found the clean. That's ones. the way I look at it. He's taking care of my son. <laughs> so, anyways, back I'll tell to you the... what, I can I can make that work in court. I want to sure. take my shot. I want to take my shot. Well, and they did too. So, yes. <laughs> Hopefully, it was something to get rid of gonorrhea. <laughs> um, so, you know, let, let's focus on on the NBA finals because they're coming up, and then it's actually starting a couple of days. Um, so, when when the teams play during the regular season, they were one and one. Each one um, actually on their the on the road. Boston just blew them out when they played them in Golden State. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was like twenty something points. I just, want to, I just want to be clear. So we're done with hookers for right now. For okay. This all segment. right. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Just clarifying. So, I mean, Dorian, I know you've said that, that Boston and Boston's going to win. Is it Boston in six or Boston in seven? Again, Dora Dominic says Boston in seven. Boston in seven. Boston in seven. So you, you <laughs> think, you're saying that Boston's going to win game seven. On the road in at Oracle. That means I mean, mm-hmm. bet your bonus on the Warriors. That's what all that means. <laughs> well, I mean, outside of what Dora Domus said, um, <laughs> if you look at it, the uh the Boston Celtics, they play better on the road. It seems they get pressure at home. Like they're like, Oh, you know, my girlfriend's my wife is at home watching me play. Uh let me, you know, they, they seem kind of rattled, but when they're on the road, it's kind of like there's no pressure to them because they know, okay. Everybody against us is just us against everybody here. They seem as they play a lot better on the road. Well, did they play a lot better on the road, or did the Heat just play terrible at home? Uh, I mean, the, the Heat was undefeated until they uh, went up against Boston. So, I mean, who knows? But also, too, for the Heat, I mean, let's I put everything in proper context. Like, the Heat, outside of Jimmy Butler, like, they didn't have any really go-to scores. Tyler Hero. I'm about hurt. to say, who's the legitimate number two on that team? Yeah, right. Name them, please. Well, and and that not was a Tyler Hero. No, they tried to make him that. It did not work. It does right. not work. And, and not I, I asked you guys that in the group chat. I wanted to talk about it here. Uh, the this incarnation of the Miami Heat is it basically the Pacers from the '90s and, two, and early 2000s with Reggie Miller, with one really good player. I don't but, think they, so. Okay. Because yeah. you're talking about the later Pacers. Yeah. Maybe. Because the earlier Pacers would have won multiple championships had it not been for Michael Jordan. They like, probably have, yeah. They'd probably have two rings. Like yeah. late late 90s, early 2000s. You know, I know yeah. they, they made the one finals appearance. They made talking a, the Jalen Rose, the yeah. Jalen Rose Pacers. Yeah. Um, probably. Yeah. But you got to realize, too, that Jalen Rose Pacers team, didn't he have – you talk about after Chris Mullen? Because they, they had Chris Mullen, uh, they had Jalen Rose, they also had uh, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson was at the tail end around that time. But, but they, um, I mean, it's kind of like, would you say that 
Tyler Hero is comparable to Jalen Rose? I don't think so. Yeah, so so I, I will compare it to, to that Pacers team. Um, okay, so he, here, here's the roster that made the 2000 finals. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Bender, Travis Best, Austin okay. Crozier, Dale okay. Davis, mm-hmm. Jeff Foster, Al mm-hmm. Harrington, Mark Jackson, mm-hmm. Derek McKee, Reggie Miller, Chris Mullen, Sam Perkins, Jalen Rose, Rick Smiths, and Zan Tubak. There's some real players on that list. No, this yeah. Miami Heat is not that, that team. Nice. Would have beat the Celtics. That team would have beat the Celtics. Fair enough. Probably four two. I forgot about Travis Best. He was a pretty solid point guard for that team. Yeah, he was solid. Coming in, and, and spelling Mark Jackson and whatnot. Yeah, and then Bender and Al Harrington. They were young, but they were well, what? What was like like six ten, like six ten small forward power forward combos. They're basically the same player. Yeah, yeah. Ben- Harrington just had a longer career. Ben- yeah. Bender was six eleven. Harrington was six nine. Yeah, yeah, they were long. I believe Bender came out of college, high school too. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. came out of high school. I think both did. Al Harrington did too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was a bad period for the NBA. Yeah. Well, and and that that's kind of why the one and done rule exists. Why the age limit exists. Because these kids that come out of high school, I mean, for every Kevin Garnett that you got, you got three Jonathan Benders. It's Kwame. Kwame's the reason. Kwame, Dwight. I mean, th- these kids just were not mature enough. Uh, Dwight did a pretty good job until he his head got bigger than uh, the organizations. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. <clears throat> like he's some kind of offensive juggernaut. Yeah, with no jump shot. Shaq had way more moves than him. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> Shaq had moves. Yeah. That's why Shaq bristled when they called him Superman. Yeah. Ugh. If you didn't yeah. play for the Magic, it'd have been a real problem. Yeah. So I mean, let, let's let's talk about the funnels for a second. So obviously, the best player on Golden State is Curry. Best player on Boston is Tatum, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Second best, you got Clay and Brown. Oh, I don't know. I would have to say the second best player in the team right now, Draymond Green. I, I will say this that Clay is the best scoring option. Draymond makes that team go. Yeah, I would say Draymond means more to that team right now than Clay does. Absolutely. I mean, and, and we saw it when they lost to Cleveland in the finals. Without Draymond, they're they're just they're not the same. Yeah. Steph's the Steph's the steering wheel. Draymond's the engine. Like without without Clay, they just cut Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole loose. Yeah, I mean, without Draymond, what? Yeah, yeah, that's the same with the Celtics too. Like Marcus Smart is the guard version of, of Draymond, Green. Draymond Green. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. When, when he was out for Game One against Miami, you could notice it. Oh yeah, it was huge. Yeah, and. And it's not just the defense, although he is the defensive player of the year. He commands that offense. Yeah. And that allows Tatum and allows Brown to do what they need to do without expending as much energy. It's yeah. almost as if the basketball I grew up watching is the best way to play basketball. <laughs> you mean like a team? Limit possessions, move the ball, get the open man the shot, work inside out. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and. And that's why, except for the inside out part, that's why I think Golden State's going to win. Because, 
because that ball zips around but the court. I would argue that when Draymond comes out and makes passes and does the point forward thing, that that is inside out. You know you what I mean? That, it, yeah. that it's not our inside out. It's not down there in the paint, but those on the fringe and just under <clears> the three-point line and stuff like that, that kind of is today's inside out to keep the, the middle open for cutters if anybody ever chooses to do that anymore. Does anybody cut anymore? You mean besides Golden State? Is it just driving kick city or what? I mean, that's that's basically today's NBA is. I know. Drive, I, I get so frustrated watching because it, it sells people like watching it, but I don't know if it's the best way to play basketball. No. And, and we, we've seen it in these playoffs is if you can't hit threes consistently, the game is ugly. It really is. Nobody wants to watch a bunch of long rebounds. No. I mean, there have been more blowouts than close games this, this season in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Am I crazy, Dorian? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, the three pointer is cool, but not everybody does that. Steph's a special person. Yeah. Right. He's well, that- a spe- and he, tr- it's, you get tricked into trying to do what Steph does. No, good luck with that. You you can't right. do what Steph does. You can't do what Steph does. So I'll I'll ask you guys this: Be, before Steph and the Warriors, what team was fun watching shooting three pointers? I like the Suns when we were younger. They were okay. the first team. They were the first team that I remember, like Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley. Remember Dan Marley used to shoot threes more than the rest of the league. Right. It, his numbers now would be nothing. Six six right. attempts a game, they'd be like, ah, you know, we got guys right. shooting 14. No, 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 I agree. I believe that it was the 2002 Kings that set us up for the Steph Curry's, and I'll tell you why. Like, because, you know, when the Kings, when they had Peja Stojakovic, they had the Doug Christie's, John Berry's, uh, Lottie Divock, Chris whatever, and Mike Baby, you knew that if you, like, they were going to shoot the three and everybody was getting prepared for it. And even and that's what kept them in those games with the Lakers. They would the, uh, they would have um, uh, Derek Fisher guarding Mike Bibby. Derek Fisher for some reason decide to go under the pick, and then Mike Bibby will light him up for three. Then you got Page in the corner. I think, for my opinion, I think that team set us up for the Golden State Warriors. Wasn't Weber on that team? Wasn't huh? Chris Weber on that team? Yep, Chris Weber was oh, on the team. He's a power forward. If we're trying to find the origin story, it's either Don Nelson or Paul Westfall. Or maybe both. Don Nelson. I remember Don Nelson back in the day, way back in the day when he was coaching. I can't remember who he's coaching. And we've talked about it on the show before where he told them they're shooting 35 three-pointers tonight and they can stay off the bus. Was it Golden State or was it Dallas? It might have been. I think it was Dallas. It was a very good team and he was going to make them. He said, you're shooting 35 three-pointers tonight or you can just get on the bus. And when I heard that, I was like, 35? Like, so, I mean – I think yeah. Don Nelson or Paul Westphal. I'm going to go with, with uh, Don Nelson because Paul Westphal was more just push the ball up the court. Mm-hmm. He was the genesis of the seven seconds or less offense. Yeah, but mm-hmm. when he got when they got Chuck over there in uh, Phoenix, they started getting him the ball, and then him, Danny Ainge, uh, Marley, and there's a couple more. Frank Johnson. Frank Johnson. If I'm not mistaken, Oliver Miller would step out and hit some shots too. Who was the dude that played for Phoenix? It was like the one year that they made the finals and then like after that it was his one great year and after that he just disappeared 
can't think of the guy's name. I think it might be Tony Dumas, number two. That's it. Yeah. From Kentucky? No. no I'm thinking Tony Delk. You ain't thinking Tony Delk. Um, no, Tony Dumas. I forgot what school he's from. He's from uh, Tony. Oh, no, West. Richard Dumas. Richard Dumas. Richard Dumas. That's yeah. That's it. Richard Dumas. Yeah, Richard Dumas. He was the one that where in the finals or against the Bulls, they had him on Jordan. Mm-hmm. And like he, of course, he didn't stop Jordan, but he was the only one from a, from an athletic standpoint that would be able to at least contest Jordan. No one else. I mean, there were times where they had Cedric Sabalas on Jordan. It's like, nope, that's not going to work. Yeah. It's like, who do we have that can at least athletically try to challenge him? And it was Richard Dumas. And it was Dumas. Him. And, you know, that was his rookie season. Mm-hmm. I think it was, a, he averaged 15, 16 points that season. Yeah. And then just disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Rambus was on that team. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. But I think during the finals, I think Rambus was hurt. During the finals, because they had Mark West as the starting center. You know, you I don't. Okay, I don't see Kurt Rambis on the roster. No, not no, no, not Kurt Rambis. No, it's uh, Tom. Ninety-two, ninety-three. So th- this is the Phoenix Sun roster for the ninety-three finals. I'm looking at BasketballReference.com. Well, he may have been on the team, but he was not on the playoff roster. No, he wasn't on the playoff roster. Um, yeah, probably because, player coach at that point. I mean, I don't see him. Yeah, because Tom Chambers. Now, do you think if Tom Chambers would have played during that series, you think it would have been a different outcome, and or Jordan still would have? Oh, Jordan still would have won. I mean, I, I don't care what what you're thinking. <sighs> Jordan's winning that series. Because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, that was the year Berkeley won MVP, and that's just yeah, all Jordan was. needed. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. I mean, uh, look at the, look at the Chicago roster. I mean, outside of Scotty and, and Mike, you got BJ Armstrong, Bill Cartwright, and the, the twilight of his career, Horace Grant, Stacey King, Rodney McCray, Ed Neely, John Paxson, Will Purdue, Trent Tucker, Dale Walker, Corey Williams, and Scott Williams. I have not done the research on this, but I saw a, a meme that's floating around. It is a meme. I've not done any research. I repeat. It says that Jordan only played with six All-Stars in his whole career. Um, I think that's about right. Let's think about this. Okay. Scotty, Horace, yeah. Rodman. Mm-hmm. Who, who else? Um. Ron Harper was an all-star at one point. Okay. Four. With with the Bulls, though? No. Uh, oh, no. With, oh, or with oh, the Clippers. Oh, oh okay. okay no, see, I, I, take, I take that statement as... No, we're talking all-stars on his team. On his team. Yes. Okay. So they were an all-star when they played for the Bulls. That, that's what we're saying. Yes. Okay, because I, I take that meme as he played with guys who made the all-star teams. May or may right, not that's something, too. Yeah. Right. Because technically, if that's the case, the only All Star technically was Pippen. Because I, because I think I think Robin made his All Stars when he was with the Pistons, and I think he made one with. <laughs> uh, oh, I just found, I'm sorry, I just found out. You need to laugh in your ear. My from this meme, I'd have to do a little reading. 
the best teammates. So the all-stars are on their team. Michael Jordan played one all-star, and that was Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Yeah. Magic Johnson, five. Kobe, six. LeBron, seven. Larry Bird, seven. Yeah, because, okay, B.J. Armstrong made an all-star team Mm -hmm. the year Jordan left. There's a lot more ball to go around. (laughs) He could shoot. Wow. He's like, I'm allowed to shoot now. One. So, yeah, Michael and all his help. I mean, Scotty. I mean, Michael and Scotty, two guys, not Wade, Bosch, and LeBron. Nothing like that. Nothing crazy like that. No Kyrie, no Kevin Love. (laughs) Yeah, none of that nonsense. No AD. Yeah. So, LeBron has AD, Wade, Kyrie, Bosch, Kevin Love, Zogoskis, and... Oh my gosh! Like I know that face, and I don't know his name. Let me go down. I'm going scrolling down. No, it's a guard. Mo Williams. Mo Williams. Thank you very much. Yes, Mo Williams. And uh, of course, Larry with the Dream Team. Dennis Johnson, Kevin McHale, Parrish, uh, Dave Cowens, Danny Ainge. Oh, I'm gonna. I feel bad. I missed the other ones. Reggie Lewis and somebody else. Tiny Archibald, jeez, Gee, that must be an overlap. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's when Tiny was on his way out. It still counts. And still then you counts. got Kobe, Shaq, Powell, Andrew Bynum, Dwight, Eddie Jones, and Nick Van Axel. And then Magic. We all know Magic's guys. Yeah that that nine that eighties Laker team was stacked. Oh, I didn't know too. Jamal Wilkes and Norm Nixon, and then Abdul Jabbar and AC Green for. So I'm so sick of, and you can't argue with these people, right? You can't tell them that Michael's infinitely better than LeBron. It's it's um, I sent Adam a video. The guy said, if you if you go to a, if you go to a girl's house ten times, was it nine times? No, it was ten only, times. It was ten times. Ten times and only scored three times. Or if you go to a girl's house six times and score all six times, who's the legend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no brainer. Yeah. yeah, no brainer. No brainer. I don't six care times. that you got to the girl's house ten times. Exactly. I don't care. I don't care. Did you close the deal? Close the did deal. you close the deal? Yes, I did. Six times in a row. Do you know how much she likes you every time you go there six times yeah. straight? Never, never, never seen lost. Never seen a game seven. Never seen a game game seven. seven. Never seen a game seven. Always closing out. That's why he's a goat, man. I'm telling you, I'm so (laughs) sick of arguing with these people. They don't understand. You see what LeBron did? Yeah, he stacked stats. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. LeBron made some great plays. Good on you. Did you win when it mattered? LeBron makes me look like a dribbler. I'm not a dribbler. (laughs) I'm not a dribbler. I'll tell you that. It's not what I do. Mm-mm. That's just like Scotty said. He's got no moves. Yeah, it's just power to the basket. It's just power basically. to the basket. Yeah. How would that work if Shaq was there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so just real quick, because this will be fun. So if Mike is number one all time, who are the other top four in the top five? Man. In order. Uh, that's tough. Because when I think of 
top anything. I, I think of like everything, not only like I think about what they brought to the game, like the like, for instance, for me, I don't know which order, but Magic and Bird has to be in the top five because they held the NBA together in the 80s. Like they they were the ones that ushered in. They allowed the Michael to develop and then Michael carried the torch. Yeah, we forget that the 1980 NBA finals that was again, that was Bird versus Magic was on tape delay. It wasn't even broadcasted live. Depression. Okay, so if we're putting a magic and bird up there, that's three. You get two more spots. Oh man, um, I mean, no, it's it's tough because you got you got Wilt, you got Bill Russell. I mean, I, I guess it depends. Oh, I, I'm on not even category. Wilt's not in this conversation for me. Okay, absolutely not. I mean, because it gives you right. It's Wilt versus versus Russell, and Russell dominated his ass. Right, right. I, I mean, some people put Kobe in there. <laughs> it's also another argument, though. Uh, Russell was also surrounded by a fucking dream team, too. Yeah, Russell also had the better coach. Yeah, so yeah. it's tough to do that, especially when you just made the one All Star argument for Michael Jordan. Um, but I, I would I would argue that were those guys great or were they great because they played with Russell? Because we we all remember Steve Kerr, we all remember mm-hmm. John Paxson hitting the shot against uh, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You know, BJ Armstrong we just talked about it, was an All Star when Jordan left. BJ mm-hmm. Armstrong w- would not have been an All Star had he not played for Chicago at all. I agree. I agree. Now, I mean, I don't know. You're talking about sorry. guys like Sam Jones, Casey Jones, Tom Heisen, John Havlicek, and Bob Cousy being water boys. I don't know. And I never said that. Were, were they were they better? Were they made better? Well, I mean, everybody is in a team sport, of course. Except if you play with LeBron. Well, no, LeBron got some talent out of people. I mean, he made he, LeBron got Channing Fry paid. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he ruined <laughs> yeah. Kevin Love's career. Uh, Kevin Love knew what he was getting into. It's not like he kidnapped him. Well, that's like saying, hey, you know, you, you had a relationship with a hot chick who's crazy. Well, I Don't mean, don't blame me if your house got burned down. Kevin Love was also going 20 and 20 and losing constantly. Yeah. Um, man, those are, those are some tough arguments. I mean, you can even make a uh, argument for, um, Akeem Olajuwon. Technically, his teams weren't built like like those uh, like the teams of like Magic and Bird, and he was able to squeeze out two championships. Are we are we are we putting Akeem above Shaq on this list? I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, like he has an argument. <laughs> Shaq, like Shaq, I, I think I think with Shaq, his thing was when he came into the league. I think I think that his dominance was like was like a uh, uh, a huge explosion. They were like, "Oh shit!" Like we knew we knew what what we, what we saw in college, but the way that he was able to quickly dominate and he sustained it for a long time, and, he should have uh, won more, more championships than what? What do you got? Like four? 
he got four. I'm going to bring this for a circle. Shaq is the reason why we have the NBA that we have today. Okay. Because so co- coaches at that time realized, I cannot play old school NBA against Shaq. It is right. not going to work. I have to do something. Right. So Shaq gets four, man? I, I'm not going to argue that Shaq is, is number four of all time. I'm you sure as hell I'm not going to argue to his face. <laughs> so Shaq's better than Kobe. It, it's it's different. The thing about it is, okay, with Shaq be okay. Let's say for instance, those years that Shaq and Kobe won a championship. If you take either one off, would Kobe would be able to win those championships by himself without Shaq, or would Shaq more likely win those championships without Kobe? Shaq won with Dwayne Wade. Kobe won with Powell. Mm. Mm. This is tough. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is tough. You can't. You is because the, the people. Let me ask discuss, you this: You don't think Powell is on the same level of centers that Dwayne Wade is of shooting guards? I would argue he is. At that time, in his career in period. Uh, hmm. Wade's a second tier shooting guard. No, and Powell. Oh, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up the internet, so this will be fun. Okay. How does Wade? How does Dwayne Wade compare to Jimmy Butler? I think Jimmy's better defensively, and, and I, I think, think Wade is Wade's better, better offensively. offensively. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's a wash. Depends on what you're looking for. Who you think? Uh, to me. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking Jimmy, and you said it. He's better defensively. What you gain defensively, you don't lose offensively. Wade, Wade's got that little it factor, though. He's got the magic in him. Do you think so? If, does Jimmy? Yeah, but Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy willed that team to a, a seven game series. Yeah. If it was Dwayne Wade taking that last shot that Jimmy <clears> took, would have that was, that, no, that was a horrible fucking shot. Nobody should have taken that shot. Really, yeah, he should he should have took it to the basket and try to get because they were yeah because one he's tired everybody knows that um, two he's one of the best in the league at get to the basket and finishing with contact mm-hmm. so I feel like he took himself out of that aspect of it I don't like that because he's probably gonna hit the free throw the way he's been playing in the postseason right. um, they had a couple more ticks left to kind of figure it out and maybe work to a better shooter I just didn't like call I didn't like it. I didn't like the shot at all. No, I okay. I don't like calling timeout. I agree with that. Yeah, defense is pushed back. Everybody's discombobulated. So the fact that the offense is definitely on the winning end of that, especially the way the ball moved down the floor so quickly. And and I I will say, yeah, I 100% agree. Do not call timeout in that situation because you have the advantage. You know what you're doing. The defense is not set. Especially if your killer's got the ball in his hand. Yeah. Now, if it's like a, it's one of the satellite players, you know what I mean? Maybe you call timeout to get Jimmy the ball. But Jimmy's coming up the floor with the defense on his heels with the ball in his hand. I let it happen. I let and, it happen every time. And, and see, and here's mm-hmm. the thing. I, in a vacuum, I don't 
mind the shot. You're right. They're tired. They're down by two, a three at home, put you up by one with about 15 seconds left. You, you don't want overtime because you know you will lose. The problem is not so much the shot. The problem is who took the shot. Jimmy is not a three-point shooter. Yeah. You know, and with the guy like Jimmy Butler on the team, I wouldn't even worry about going to overtime. I'd say go right to overtime, take a layup, get in there, get two. Jimmy's yeah. a dog. Jimmy's a dog. All he's got to do is go there, sit down, drink some water from him, and he'll be right back. Yeah. But for him to take that shot, he's saying that, hey, I, I'm not trying to I, go into overtime. I liked him taking that shot because that's what I miss in LeBron. That's one of the things I hate about LeBron or dislike about LeBron is the fact that he gives those up. And Jimmy's like, nope, we're doing this right now. <laughs> so it, it was a very tough thing for me. Basketball sense, didn't like the shot. Um, gut feeling, like personnel, I like the, the guy taking the shot. That's what he should. He's supposed to do that. Like I heard one commentator say that if Jimmy Butler had legs, that shot would win in. Yeah, but you know, most coaches don't even start practice till you're tired. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So we we all shoot with everybody shooting with bad legs. We know how to do it. Mm-hmm. My problem is, is instead of stopping and actually setting, he kind of shot with momentum, and I didn't like that. He well, could have stopped and gone right yeah, straight up. Yeah, and if had I remember shot. right, he. He he kind of went forward, got got the defender. I want to say it was uh, one of the Williams boys, got him going backwards, and then stepped back and took the three. That's a tough one on tough on what tired legs. Yeah. Anybody can run when they're tired. It's the stopping that kills you. Oh yeah. And that's also yeah. what happens when you get old too. You can still run when you're old. It's the stopping. It's the cutting. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so what really hurts is not so much the running it's the when you stop and you need to go again oh yeah 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 all that just change the direction <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah you, you talked about jimmy sitting down for a water break no there, there, there is for for my old tired ass legs there is no water break there's water and then there's y'all go back out there i'm done <laughs> yeah, yeah but he's I, I with players like jimmy i wouldn't even sweat going over time i i really he's a dog Put a dog in overtime. So yeah. y- you guys kind of poo-pooed my comparison to the Pacers. Is there a team from our childhood that you would compare the the Butler Heat to? Uh, would you say the New York Knicks of the nineties? They had one star, double score, which was Patrick Ewing. Everyone yeah, they, else were serviceable. They ran everything through the middle of the floor, though. Everything went through Pat. But this offense, everything goes through Jimmy for the most part, right? Yeah, but not in the not inside. I, I'm looking for more like a oh, I see you saying like a guard like or forward led team. Who's I mean, it's tough. You say Jordan before Phil Jackson, before the '80s the Bulls, and not the '90s Bulls. Yeah, like late '80s Bulls when they had um, Collins as a coach. Could be Jimmy doesn't take that amount of shots so either. Yeah, I'm trying to think it's of a good comparison. It's tough. It really yeah, is tough. Too, yeah. Jimmy's a really exactly. unique player. Yeah. He's a what about Allen Iverson? A guy that plays defense like Jimmy that could get 40? Yeah. Well, and, and that's why I said if you gave me the choice between him and Wade, I'm taking Jimmy. What about the Scotty? No. I was thinking about the Scotty Pippen Bulls while Jordan was playing baseball. Yeah, but I think that I, the thing is, Scotty didn't want the moment. Jimmy wanted the moment. 
Scotty didn't want the moment, although he um, basically gave Phil the finger when he didn't call a play for him at the end of a game. Right. And then, and then, boy, the what went through Phil's head when Coo Coach buried that shot too. He had to be like, oh, "You son of a bitch." Son yeah. Of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Dang, you know, I now I keep thinking that was it. You know, what team would you say the no? I was gonna say the the the. 2011 Dirk Mavs. Mm. But it's tough because Dirk is a power forward. Still still an offense that ran through the low post mid, right. mid-range area. I'm trying to think. That's why I was, the first thing that came to mind as I thought about it was Scotty Pippen Bulls. Well, yeah. and, and that's that's why I compared them to the, the Miller uh, Pacers. What about the Charles Barkley 76ers? Because everything ran through Chuck, everything on that team ran through and Chuck. Yeah. Chuck. Chuck's a dog. Chuck, oh yeah, yeah. Chuck's a yeah, dog. Absolutely, you see a lot of Chuck and Jimmy. Yeah, um, <laughs> Chippy. Yeah. Now, does does Jimmy send um, Thibodeau a fruit basket every every year? Say thanks for my career. Oh, no, no, because before that he traded that knowledge. He traded that knowledge for knee cartilage. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I don't know if it's a fruit basket. It might be like neoprene knee wraps or something. I mean, Thanks. it if it wasn't for Buzz, Buzz Williams was the first coach who saw the dog in him. And he was the one that told Jimmy when he was at Marquette, like, yeah, yeah, Wesley Math Wesley Matthews may be the man right now, but you're better than him. You're better than Wesley Matthews. Buzz Williams was the one that kept telling Jimmy, Hey, you're the man. When Wesley leaves, you're gonna be better than him. No, nope. he, he was the one that kept cultivating it. Nobody talks about that stretch that Marquette went through. When they went from J- Wade Jimmy to Jimmy Butler, Wesley Matthews, uh, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade. Like, holy crap. They, they pumped some um, real talent in the league there in about six years. Uh, Crowder was good in college, too. Yep, Crowder. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's a shooting big man that came from out there, too. I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Wilson, it. Yeah, it's- Wilson Chandler, or is he Villanova? I think Wilson Chandler is Villanova. No, no, Wilson Chandler is DePaul. DePaul, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them there. Um, but it's somebody else that we missed that came from Marquette and they were pretty solid. Um, can't think of the name, but yeah, they because Marquette is known for that. They they're similar to Villanova as far as those gritty guards. You know? mm-hmm. Guards and forwards, two through yep. uh, one, two, three. Those one guys, through four. Scrap, yeah. one through four, scrappy, yeah. scrappy, yeah, scrappy. Yep. And, and see, I saying like at Marquette. Jimmy averaged 15 points a game when he played. Mm. I got a little bit of a list here. Right. From from 03 to 2016. That's what we'll do. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, there's uh so Wade was the 03. Travis mm. Diener, who was supposed oh. to be a pretty hot shoot. That's a magic pick. Yeah. Brooke Thompson, too. <laughs> um, Steve Novak. Yeah, Steve Novak. Yeah. He's Lazar a, Hayward, I'm not sure I remember too much. Yep, about yep. Lazar Hayward was good on defense. He was a three and D guy. Novak played 11 years. Jimmy Butler. Now Darius Johnson Odom. He he kind of flamed out. Yeah, he flamed out. But he was good in college. Jay Crowder. Yeah. Then Henry Ellison. I don't know him. Ellison, excuse me. But he's got five years in the league. Henry Ellison. He was a power four center. Power four center. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You know, Doc remember. Rivers went to Marquette. I didn't know that. I thought he I didn't know that. Eighty-three. 
I did not know that. No, learn something every day. Glad I could be part of it. Yep. And see, I actually thought that Jimmy was a second round pick, but he was a late first. Yeah, he was late 30, first. Yeah. Pick 30. Wade was picked five, fifth overall. Yeah. Well, and, and this goes back to my theory that I've talked about. Take the smaller school guys that stay in, in college two, three, or four years. Because Jimmy was at Marquette for three years. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you take Jimmy, you take Steph, you take a Dame. You know, the, these guys, they have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. No, I have to look. Oh, I'm sorry. Syracuse list is so deep. It's so deep. There's so many names. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, let, let's think about this. So Jimmy made the Sweet 16 when their starting uh, um, point guard was Vander Blue. I remember Vander Blue. I think he's playing overseas now. I remember the name. I don't remember anything he did. I don't mean that disrespectfully to him either. I just don't remember. Yeah, he's playing. Um, I think it looks like it's in this Spanish league right now. Mm-hmm. Which that league is tough, by the way. That 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 Spanish league in Spain, that's a tough league, man. It's not our game anymore, folks. No, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, we talked about this. Like we have the athleticism here. We'll make the highlights all day long. But overseas, they have the team collective talent. Like the only thing we've really given to this world is basketball, and it's actually Canadian sport. Yeah, te- technically. So we tried um, to give it baseball, and they gave it back. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that boring ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do have a baseball question for our, our second segment, so I'll, I, I'll... <laughs> I I won't know the answer. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you will. Um, but we'll we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back in a minute. One more Sandlot Sports, just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21. <laughs> 